Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 18. Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 18. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, forever and ever. Amen. So in this podcast, we'll be looking at uh, Obadiah and Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, and the beginning of the New Testament with the Gospel of Matthew, uh, a little, not completely, uh, to, to chapter 18. And what we have in these these books of the prophets is a continuation of God's judgment for the good of His people, that they may either cleave to Him or part for Him, part from Him. And that they will receive justice from Him according to their doings, for good or for ill. And archetypally what we have is an expression of perception in uh, Obadiah And that in spirit, as is uh, from Amos, the, the, the field, tower, and bed. Um, cemented in Obadiah and then we have the eye connected to the ear the ear connected to the understanding and the understanding connected to the mind to the mouth uh, which is grounded in Habakkuk. So, I, Jonah, ear, Micah, 
Mouth, Nahum, cemented in Habakkuk. And then the angle, stone and beam in Zechariah. Haggai and Zephaniah. Sorry, Zephaniah, the, the letter stone, the, the angle stone and beam in Zephaniah, Haggai, and Zechariah, cemented in Malachi. Uh, and this, this is the beginning of Christ's work on the earth that he prepared the temple for those who believe in him to dwell in it and as the carpenter he takes responsibility for the design of the house and those who dwell in it and what you have In the prophets is basically the beginning of the statement that this is the way in which the Lord builds the house. He he builds the house of God first, according to righteousness, and then he builds for those who marry him. in adjunct to the house of his father so that yet his his work as a carpenter carries out his rule from God's throne from from Israel's throne before God on his throne so in principle God's throne and what this shows us is, is that Christ cares about the comings and goings of people. That he wants them to, to share a relationship with him in, in his father, in the temple. And he expresses to them the testimony they need in order to relate to God. And having the testimony you need to relate to God therefore empowers you to also, as Christ does as carpenter, carry out the works of God. Uh, and the, the, the importance of setting aside the, the, the parts and implements of the construction of God's house and and uh, the houses with it is that it is fundamentally a work of the spirit 
to come into relationship with God. It's not, it's not a work of men. Um, when, when you pray that you, you acknowledge that you're a sinner and you confess that before God, that, that, is, has, that has legitimacy in the Spirit because the Spirit is able to forgive or have you move ahead or on or have, have you move on or ahead or such in principle the other and from there it is a question of, of how you build on that foundation um, culturally uh, such that the, the full reach of the law of God reaches men uh, in principle. So you have you have a building which is more than adequate given Christ's expertise and steadily you become part of the temple of God, as you relate to those who come to you in the same way, ready to serve them and extend to them the grace that rests may be added to them for those who come to them also, in principle. So, the the prophets set out that the nuances of, of Christ's work not be lost on, on people with faith. For, for example, that Christ spoke in parables to his people and he only revealed the meaning of these parables to his disciples. Everyone else he had detained as such. And of course he, he said many things about heaven by which to draw people to his faith and his disciples' faith. And he went about doing good. Um, for example, healing the lame, maimed, blind, deaf, mute. Uh, as was as he understood, enough to win anyone to the faith. Uh, he said, he said, tell John the Baptist these things, and he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. And in essence that means that the works he did, he understands to be Evidence of God, 
enough for anyone to, in heaven, believe. And it is, it is a question of faith where we decide to believe within ourselves, whether we believe doubtfully or sceptically. And, and basically Jesus is, is saying, I can't give more than I've given for you to believe in God. Uh, he, the Son reveals the Father to whom He wills. Uh, in, in essence, being strength in, in every manifestation of the cross in His life. Uh, such that we are able to take from him and receive his strength from him for the good that it is for the cross that we bear for those who depend on us to depend on and in a sense there's a danger of it becoming a tradition of men that, that we, we look out for each other only but the nature of the cross is that it puts our flesh to death. So it's never the case that we are doing what comforts us or that we're doing what's easy or, or slack. Uh, as, as some count slackness. Uh, we, we, we can be comforted, but we are comforted on the cross. That is, that what we suffer and go through in life has a purpose. Uh, and, that, and that really is where Christ's cross comes to the forebear, to the forbearing. Because in, in, the, in the Gospels you have basically Matthew of the North Mark of the West Luke of the South and John of the East. And it's the first it's the first time that the gospels make a the the, the, the scriptures make a complete end of what's in them where the foundation is seen to be living and part of the completeness of what is presented. So, in terms of the cross, we have a compass by which our cross can be found out. That, that um, the preparation for the future by prophecy becomes early a little. 
in anticipation of the cross and the suffering on it, we become slightly more than men, having an angelic, having an angelic aspect. Uh, depending on what we've suffered up to that point, very much. Because uh, God knows we suffer, He doesn't add unnecessarily to our suffering. If anything, He helps less at a time we need it, waiting for the result that should be from that suffering, in principle. So God can re remove His hand, and we suffer... And our suffering is, is basically forbearing that the cross we carry will, at the point we are no longer able to carry it, be something that can be carried by those willing to help us. I, I don't think uh, Simon the Cyrenian would in any estimation say the cross was a light thing he didn't know what Christ was complaining about or what he found out he was unable to be strong enough for I think Simon the Cyrenian would say that was a very heavy cross even for him without the, the scourging that had come before it for Christ So, what we learn as the Gospels speak through north, south, east, and west, north, north, west, south, east, is that God is willing to go in any, any direction to recover us. And, and that brings to mind the prophecy of Ezekiel, the priest, in the sense that he foretold that the directions of the temple would be explored. And that, that is in a sense, something that Christ has revealed as is not recorded in the Gospels. But from an understanding of his intelligence and divisiveness can be ascertained that, that he would be compelled to say something about the, the temple. And he, he did say that the kingdom of heaven is within that's, that's something that Ezekiel would affirm as he had in his visions the, the, the start of the perception of the temple laid out for those who would come after him in faith to explore as he did and with more spirit. Uh, and... When you find that you're able to explore the temple and as had been in other prophets, explore the field and the tower, uh, 
and so forth. That the sign of Ezekiel, which this generation is waiting for, is something that you have to you have to practice readiness for. Um, you need to be still. You need to be quiet. You need to go slow. Because without these things, the imagination can't work. Uh, and uh, the matter of the, the letters to follow the New Testament is around that stillness in, in the glory of Christ's prophecy. So... We better not get too far ahead of ourselves here. There's a lot in the Gospels to discuss. Um, it's just a question of taking time to read it as God empowers you to. This has been the Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 18. This has been the Unnamed Podcast, Series 1. Episode 18. A pilgrim was I and a wandering In the cold night of sin I did roam When Jesus the kind shepherd found me And now I am on my way home Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me All the days, all the days of my life Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me All the days, all the days of my life He restoreth my soul when I'm weary He giveth me strength day by day he leads me beside the still waters. He guides me each step of the way. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. When I walk through the dark, lonesome valley, my Saviour will walk with me there, and safely His great hand will lead me to the mansions He's gone to prepare. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me All the days, all the days of my life And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever And I shall feast at the table spread for me Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me All the days, all the days of my life all the days, all the days of my life.
This has been the Unnamed Podcast Series 1, Episode 18. This has been the Unnamed Podcast Series 1, Episode 18.